0: Hello and welcome to this week's Send Him Off. Uh we're well into the new year now, so we've got another exciting topic to chat about for you today. Um for, before we do, all I've got left to do is introduce myself. I'm Sam, and with me as always is my trusted podcast partner in crime. Alex, how you doing?
1: Hi guys, how are we? Another another good intro. Another, these are getting better and better.
0: We are we are gonna slightly good.
1: What's the word for descriptive nouns? The nouns, I think they are. Descriptive nouns are getting better and better every week. I love it,
0: mate. I'd hedge your bets and just go words.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. Words, I know. A level English student, baby.
0: Yeah, I know. same, um, right. Well, we all love the Premier League, it's pretty obvious. We, I mean, we chat about, chat about it every week, don't we? So, but, um,
1: we no. we do harp on about it, but but what we've we do. done this week? Go on, go on. I'll let you do it.
0: No, carry on. That that was going swimmingly.
1: Are... Well, okay, right. Well, okay. What we've done this week, we've compiled our top ten favorite moments of the Premier League. What we believe to be the most iconic moments that the Premier League has seen. Not necessarily like by anybody's like. Um stats or what they think the most views are or blah blah blah. What we just what we think are the best.
0: Yeah, th- so this is like put, go on. I like I have to stress this is like the opinions, the personal opinions of two Swansea City fans in their early twenties. Like <laughs> like there are no there are no Swansea moments on there, but there could have been.
1: Yeah, um, there could have been. There could have been, but we thought for the sake of it we will want.
0: But there's gonna be some moments we've missed, particularly for Perhaps there was older and... you know, us. We... There's going
1: to be some moments that we intentionally left out as well yeah. for a potential future podcast down the line.
0: Yes, there might be. Um, but, you know, come the end of the episode, if uh, if you've enjoyed, uh, let us know. Get in touch with us. We're on Instagram, at SendEmOffPod. Get in touch. Let us know if we've missed anything. And let us know what your favourite Premier League moment is. So, without further ado, shall we crack on?
1: Should we get into number ten? We'll go from ten to one.
0: Yeah, we will. So basically, just a disclaimer: we normally do our own sort of top tens and discuss them, don't we? But we thought this time we would compile an official we'll send joint off joint 10,
1: forces. Yeah.
0: Um, just to make it run a bit smoother. Although, although that intro, you wouldn't know <laughs> <laughs> <But it's laughs> that running smoothly. is that's so true. Uh, <laughs> Um, it is It is because of the, the medium we're doing this on. We can't meet, obviously, because of lockdown rules, so we are on the phone at the moment. Uh, it's so the it's best of,
1: you're going to get.
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a delay. But for now, we've got plans, you know, once, once stuff is a bit better, we'll be in person. We'll start getting some guests on, hopefully. Fingers crossed.
1: Um, Watch this space, boys.
0: Yeah. Anyway, number 10. Do you want to do the honours?
1: Number 10. Personally, I... I really like this moment just because of the absolute nonsense of it all. The drama, everything. Number 10, coming in, propping everyone up, is Mr Emmanuel Adebayor's celebration when he was playing for Man City against Arsenal. It was. He, he legged the entire <laughs> length of the field just to present himself in front of the Arsenal fans. But my favourite moment of all, not the the, the whole, however many yards, sprint he did not the knee slide not holding his arms in front of the fans it was the little plastic chair the little stool that somebody decided to throw at him for i don't know why but it just tickled me
0: i mean it was just iconic that is one of i think just the best examples of just not giving a crap in football no
1: and i i think that's one of their moments as well that you can go anywhere and people will say, you know, you, you can go to Spain. People will know off from Madrid, but they'll know him not for playing for Madrid, but for doing what he did against Arsenal. You would go anywhere. And, oh, Adebayo, didn't he uh, celebrate in front of the... Yeah, he did. That was him.
0: That's the thing. He was a fantastic... He was such a good player. But now, pretty much all I remember all I remember him for is that.
1: Is, is the celebration. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's why I think it's a brilliant moment, though. Because it sort of right. it, it transcended him, really.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree, and it I feel like it was just when City was sort of coming to the fore. They were right? on,
1: they, yeah, they were on their way up, weren't they?
0: And it, it, it sort of sent a bit of a signal out, I think, as well. Oh, yeah,
1: no, I I see what you mean, sort of, you know. Yeah, no, you're hundred percent right. But there,
0: uh, moving on, number nine, we're sticking with Man- in
1: Manchester, though, yeah. yeah.
0: We are and another absolute well character, should we just say? Um, I'll set the scene: we're Old Trafford, Man United. <laughs> Man United are losing six one, or well, they lose eventually six one. I don't know what number goal this was, but everybody knows the celebration. Mario Balotelli, why always me?
1: I mean, he just lifts his shirt, and there it was, and with the big question about why always me? As if to say, like. Well, what if, what what do I keep doing to get myself into trouble? He doesn't understand that throwing fireworks around in his house is wrong. He doesn't understand that having a big bust up with his manager is wrong. You know, he doesn't get it, does he? Do
0: you know my favorite thing about the "Why Always Me" thing? Go on. I I love the fact you know, like you see, like um, Kakaros used to do it, and he used to have like I belong to Jesus. Oh, kind of thing. I think
1: yeah, I and Neymar uh, with the headbutt.
0: Yeah, but like they all just write them on a white vest. Balotelli had gone to the kit man yeah. <laughs> and gone, in, the print in Barclays Premier League print. Or, do you know what I, I like to imagine him doing is not going to the kit man but going to sports direct and then yeah. they go, we charge by letter and he's going, can I have why with me? <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of that. It, it always... I did. like that idea but
1: what I, what I really hope that happened was he did it on his own. He went to the club shop and he said, "Screw it!" And he took a He took his straight vest and just put the letters on. I, and anybody tried to stop, he said, "Sod off! I'm doing this. This is for me."
0: I wonder if anyone else knew as well, other than obviously the person who printed it. Uh, I, I wonder if any like, of other...
1: the the last person to find out would have been Mancini.
0: Oh, without a doubt, time. without a doubt.
1: Yeah, because it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened. But that was actually so iconic that moment. The Tinchy Strider actually went and wrote a song about it. I yeah. think it was Strider anyway.
0: I think it might have been. I I would I'm yeah. I always get disappointed at Balotelli whenever he's brought up. I bring up the fact that he had so much potential in the Premier League. He could have been, he could have been along the same lines of Adebayor and, uh, and the likes of I don't know. Even like I always think of Robbie Keane when I think of players like who sort of yeah. gone, under, gone under the radar a little bit. But Keane was brilliant, but Balotelli could have been on that pedestal. I don't think he could have been like an Aguero, or like a Rooney, or a Teres. But he could have been one of these strikers who everyone went, do you know what? Nobody really mentions him, but he was fantastic, like Giroud these days.
1: Well, let me, let me just, this is going to be a nice little segue, okay, because we're, we're not going to spend too much time on this, but his stats kind of speak for themselves. He didn't, he didn't get an awful lot of goals, and Mario Balotelli only ever had in the Premier League, he's only ever had one assist.
0: Which we might discuss we'll later. Come on.
1: We We might come on to that a little bit later on, but we'll move on. So we'll go a little bit further west from Manchester to Merseyside. And a certain Mr. Stephen Gerrard. You can all see what's coming. And it was a bit hard for us not to put this higher up on the list. Yeah. But we thought, you know, it was, Poor it, it was iconic enough. Not because of its... The incident itself, should we say, but just because of the the irony of it, and it like, was as you've all guessed by now, it was Steven Gerrard's slip.
0: It was. I mean, like you got. I think you just got a feel for Gerrard, like you know, Liverpool legend, Premier League legend as well. I know he didn't win it, Champions League, FA Cup winner. All he seems to be remembered for these days on social media he just is that fell slip. over, like. It's just- <laughs> It's just the sheer irony of it gets me every time. Like the fact that yeah. you know we saw the team talk before, and he said, "We do not let this slip." And it was I, the,
1: was it the Norwich game?
0: No, it was the. Can't... I thought, oh, yeah, it was the week before, wasn't it?
1: It was the week before, yeah. and he had them in the huddle, and he was there, and he was. We do not let this slip. Suarez was there, Sterling was there. They were all galvanized, I just, and I was emotional. I and the just week think after they had Chelsea.
0: football or not. Like I mean, I'm talking about history now. Like in the history of planet Earth, I think that is one of the <laughs> most unfortunate choices of vocabulary yeah. ever. Like, oh poor bloke, man. It's just like oh, it was so close. And Thing if, is, it was the fact that like, right, if that had happened to Frank Lampard, I don't think we'd be talking about it that much. It was because he never wanted Premier League.
1: Yeah. And he was so yeah, close. Was...
0: And it was him who slipped. If it had been if it had been Suarez or anyone else who'd slept, that would not be... It, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be on spoken, list.
1: Yeah. But but uh, Because just... it was him and because of what he said and he was the captain and it, it, it was it was like sort of his Arctic, really, more than anyone. You, you cannot
0: write that. You cannot write that.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm, you know, I'm getting messages and every time I get a message, you seem to like, so I'm going to turn those off. I do apologise if everybody's Sometimes suffered from popular. that. Well this is, it's only Apple telling me to update my phone.
0: <laughs> but yeah,
1: that's uh that was our one number seven, Gerard Slip.
0: No, that was number eight.
1: Absolutely right. That was number eight, moving Gerard Slip. On,
0: moving on to number <laughs> oh. seven. Number seven, and I think this is one of football's most iconic quotes of all time, personally. I mean we are of course talking about the master, the special one. Jose Mourinho. That first time he came out and said, "They call me the special one, or I think I am a special one," or whatever he said. Oh, the world went mad. And to this day, I mean, for a while when he was at Man United, I doubted him. I'm not going to lie; it seemed he'd lost the special touch. I think, but I, d- I think that was more to do with United and less to do with him. But I think this season he's 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 doing something with Spurs, and I think he's he's bringing it back. And I, the you thing know, is. Oh,
1: when when he said what he said back then, it was he sort of shook it up, didn't he? Because he came in and and English football's not like that. It never was. It was sort of very, you know, or with with great respect to my opponent, blah blah blah. And then he comes in yeah. and he said, well, I, I think I'm the special one. Everybody sort of sat up and said, well, who's this guy then? You know, I don't always want a, a Champions League with Porto. He's got to prove himself. He's no Arsene Wenger. He's no Alex Ferguson. And, you know, he's got the longevity to be fair to him. He's he's stayed. He's won. He's won wherever he's been. And you talk about Money United, did, but he said he won, one of his greatest... he won Europa League there and he came second with that team. I know yeah. we had Ibrahimovic and Pogba, but second with that team.
0: Everybody and, laughed when he said that. But yeah. now I think you, you can, can see, really see you can I see think, it, yeah. You know, so, I mean, until they had Bruno, they didn't look yeah. anything like they the did, team they, they were didn't now. Look anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm Adam, and had Mourinho had Bruno, he would have won the league.
1: That's how good of it. That's like, but the thing is, players will go on the field and they'll die for him.
0: Yeah. Well, you look at Spurs this year. You've got the likes of Eric Dyer has been completely reinvented under him this year.
1: Mm. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right, and. I I wasn't convinced by Harry Kane to be honest with you in previous seasons, but he is looking lethal. And everybody was saying, yeah. to him, "Oh, Jose, so he's probably not the manager for you." This that and the other, but he's what is he the top scorer in the Premier League season? I think he's joint, isn't he?
0: We've got We're joint, I know. Yeah. So yeah. number eight, number eight is Mister Jose Mourinho, saying he is Is he the I spec. thought
1: that was number. I thought that was number seven, mate.
0: That is number seven. We keep getting our numbers. <laughs> One, next all. Step, really.
1: One all. One
0: <laughs> 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 oh no, we're having a mayor today, aren't we? This oh.
1: Do you know what the best laugh is? This is the one we've we've actually like, gone over and practiced.
0: I know we fully did this last night. No, we didn't like do the <laughs> episode, but like we ranked these last night, didn't we? And we've so we yeah, fully we already did. discussed this. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we just wing it from now on in future yeah. episodes.
1: No prep. <laughs> so we're gonna have to do. What's uh, number six? Yeah. Number six? six. Number six. Where we are well,
0: now. This, this is one of your personal favorites, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I love this one. And it was because, it's a little bit of Premier League history. We're sort of going into the old archives, but the season was looking as if Newcastle were going to win the league. This was when Mr. Kevin Keegan was in charge. But United were sort of chasing them down. And um can't remember who Newcastle had, but I know that Manchester United had to go to Middlesbrough and get a result because I would love it if we beat them. Love
0: it. It's just iconic, man.
1: What you could see, you could see how Alex Ferguson had, had got into his head. You could see he was rattled, and it was brilliant. Like we've all been he
0: had... there, though. Like we've all been there as football fans. Yeah, I have it all the time. I like if people wind me up, I'm exactly the same as Keegan. But I was, was going to say
1: it's not even like if you're a football. Like we've been there in life as well. Like we've yeah. had people get to us and get in
0: our head. And you know, it, it's that it's that feeling, and he must have gone home and watched it and gone oh my God, what was what I doing? What have I
1: done? Like, yeah. we've
0: all done it where we've been wound up and we've said something and then later we'd be like, oh, I can't believe I said that. Like, and then, yeah. you, see, you have to send that text. Oh, I'm I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah.
1: But in this case, he didn't have to send a text. All he did was just end up losing the uh, league.
0: Yeah, which is into did, did more embarrassing, the I think.
1: It is, yes, to be honest, than just a sorry text.
0: Just I love the meme treatment it still gets now. What, like, it have been 25 it? years it must be almost about 25 yeah. years now and it, the meme treatment still comes out all the time <laughs> uh no it
1: was, it was brilliant absolute masterclass from Ferguson
0: he was he was brilliant at that though wasn't he i think he's you know what we were saying earlier english football didn't have the the sort of the arrogance really because that's what it is with jose And i, know it's, yeah. I know it's not misplaced because you know he backs it up, but it's, it is yeah, out of it's totally
1: justified. It is, it um, is, on it. A...
0: But you, the mind games. I mean, that was Wenger, that that start. Uh, not Wenger, sorry, Ferguson. Like the Ferguson Wenger, I think was the first huge, like heavyweight clash. Really, That I, I can. They were the, the two of...
1: biggest, or were they? They were the two, the two big boys. So they <laughs> were sort of. There's, there's immense respect between them, though.
0: Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's
1: what I. But. There was it was never in in bad blood, but this one I don't know what happened. But uh, no, and that's
0: the thing with Kevin Jose as well. I think Jose genuinely, uh, Jose and Wenger genuinely do not get on. They really do not no, like each other. <laughs> I know. Um, and I, I think that makes it better. I do. I love that. See, like it's the same with Klopp. I think Kl- Lampard wants the same thing with Klopp. He he wants beef with them. Same with Guardiola. Lampard just wants beef with all these bosses and. It's just not gonna be the same, but there is genuine dislike, I think, between Lampard and Klopp as well.
1: I think it's an incentive for them as well.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely. I just, I just love all of mind games. Fergie was the best at it, though. Like even with his own players, like he. That's it.
1: it's true, yeah.
0: And I think it's it such true. a shame that. Well, I think it's a shame, Roy Roy Keane wasn't a better manager. But the reason he wasn't a better manager is he was too much of a hothead. That's, that's it. He yeah. just couldn't control it. But he would have been like a mini Alex Ferguson. Okay, moving on to number five on our list. So the fifth most iconic Premier League moment. And I think this could have easily been higher potentially. Um, But I just think the other ones on the list, as you'll see, they're just so good. They're just too good. Not to be high. But number five, I think I'm happy to Put my put my neck on the line and say this is the greatest Premier League goal of all time.
1: I'm happy to agree with that. Uh
0: the occasion, the, the 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 skill involved, just ah, oh, we are of course talking about Wayne Rooney's overhead kick in the Manchester Derby. I mean
1: <sighs> People say about this goal, right? They say, Well, was it more luck than judgment? But I don't think so. No, you can I see... I really it. don't you think can, so. It,
0: the thing is, right, if you watch because like most people when they watch it they watch Nani put the ball in and then Rooney hit it but if you keep your eyes on Rooney even when the ball is coming into the box and just before it's crossed he knows exactly where the ball is going he knows how to time it he gets up to time it it's perfect it's the timing yeah it, it's the timing I have, I have never seen an overhead kick timed better than that like you know I know people talk about Zlatan's one against England because he was like 35 yards out or whatever but I think that like in all truth that was a fantastic goal, but that could have gone anywhere.
1: Like that, the thing that, about Zlatan's goal is, the thing is, there wasn't a goalkeeper no. in the goal. He didn't, like he, he obviously, I'm not trying to take anything away from it because it was a one, and I love watching that goal because of how athletic it was. And he was 35 yards out and he still had enough power behind it to be able to plonk it in the back of the net. And he, it was still, you know, because if you think about it, the goal was smaller because he was even further away. There was more room for error. But mm. Rooney's, the ball was coming in at pace at an angle. He still had to jump. He still had to get those legs above his head at the right time. And then he picks it in the top corner.
0: Yeah, it was just ah oh, that just I could it's, yeah, it's one of them I will spot. never tire. I will never tire of watching it. No. And it says something I, I like, don't
1: know if go on.
0: Every year when particularly when the Manchester Derby rolls around every year, but even like throughout the year. You see, like, the Sky Sports adverts, advertising the Premier League, and it still gets shown. Yeah. Like, all those years. It must it was be... was just an, a
1: quality goal, wasn't
0: it? It's got to be about nine, ten years now, surely.
1: I was going to shoot at least eight years. Eight, at yeah.
0: least. I mean, he, Wayne Rooney Wayne really retired yesterday. Um, obviously, taking the job at Derby, and I think it bodes well for him. I think he's going to be quite a good coach. He started well. Um, I know he's learned from the best. The really. thing he's is, so,
1: though... The th- the thing is with Rooney and this bicycle kick, if he was to retire and not go into management, he could probably live off that goal, if nothing else, because oh, I know he's doubt. had the career he's had, but he could live off that goal.
0: Without the doubt, I, that, I mean, again, one of it's probably one of my favorite goals of all time. Like regardless of Premier League, goals. Premier League, whatever, yeah, it's probably one of my favorite goals of all time. It's just one of my
1: favorite goals to watch.
0: Yeah, it's just so good to. watch. I will never tire of watching it.
1: Anyway, yeah. should we move on to our top four?
0: Yeah, number four. Champions
1: League places, as it were.
0: Yeah, do you want to do the honours, number four? Actually, quite number fitting that this teams in fourth.
1: Yeah, it is. I didn't even suss until you just said that just now. Number four, of course, is Arsenal. But not the current Arsenal. It obviously is the Invincibles team. What a team. What can we say? What can we say? What a team.
0: You know, I know, I know people, will, people will come on and say oh. Oh, they drew a lot and everything. But, I mean, in reality, regardless of whether you draw or not, to go 38 games, which I think it was 38 back then. It might have been more because I'm not sure when they, when they cut it, but I think it was 38 still. To go a full 38 Premier League season, unbeaten, I mean, that just cements a team in football history, for me anyway. And, you know, you don't get it's that of them day. things.
1: Without talent, no, without and without a good coach, but no, I don't know if we'll see that because I know we had Liverpool uh last season who were very close. Well, I say very close, they weren't very close, but they were pretty close. They looked but close to my while. Don't know okay. if we, yeah. And then, course, who was I can't remember who took it off them. It was uh, a three Oh, they were Watford, yeah, of all teams, like, but um. No. It's it's one of them things I I don't think we'll see again. I know we saw it in Scotland with Celtic. I think they did they, they went unbeaten, didn't they, a couple of years ago? Yeah, I think so. But you know, I'm I'm really trying not to slate the SPL because I I, I don't I don't love it. I don't love the S P L. That's not really a secret. But I it's not the worst league in the world, but it's no, really just, not that competitive.
0: I just think you gotta be realistic about the standard there. In terms yeah. of, you know it, the top two teams I reckon if they were plonked into the Premier League tomorrow, I think they'd be looking between between tenth and fifth, in all honesty. I couldn't see them beating yeah. like the likes of Leicester. Or uh, teams like that. On a good
1: day, maybe. Yeah, on a good day. Not, not
0: Leicester
1: be. Yeah, because Leicester might show up and you know there's there's times I've watched in the season they haven't really turned up, but that's that's on Leicester, not on Celtic or Rangers.
0: No, yeah. I, I think um that would be interesting. We plonked them in for a second. I
1: reason. think it would be I think it would be as well just, just for one season just to see how they fare.
0: Shake things up. But the issue there then is if you take out Celtic and Rangers from the Scottish League, Scottish footballs, I mean it'll be like Welsh football. Yeah. Like I mean it's we've, not got, really we've got
1: really attraction. We've got
0: what? We've got Cardiff, Swansea and Newport in the EFL, we've got Wrexham in the National League. But I mean we talk about... Nobody's like, oh, going to watch the well Yeah, exactly. And that's the worry then. if Because Scott, Scottish football, it develops a fair few youngsters. I mean, quite a few of our team at Swansea. Jay Fulton came through. Um, McBurney, We've had a couple of Scottish Mc, boys. McBurney yeah. signed oh, from... Oh, he
1: came from Leeds.
0: Well, Bradford Leeds? came from me. Oh, Bra- yeah,
1: he came from Bradford, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, George Byers was originally at the Scottish club, I think. Unless I'm wrong. We signed him from Watford, but I think he... Came through at a Scottish club. I'm not sure.
1: So they 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 produce quite a lot of you well, know, talent. You know, you look at Keane like they, and I was absolutely. They've had T&E. So, but the thing is, there's no desire to stay there. Andy Robertson.
0: How have we turned an iconic Premier League moment? I was 90%? gonna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's like a new. So, yeah. Anyway. of uh, <laughs> of going off on the tangent, right? What a tangent! Oh. unbelievable
1: talking about Andy
0: Roberts and Jay Felton we were supposed to we've gone about, from uh, Arsenal's Invincibles to talking about <laughs> how Scottish football develops youngsters oh.
1: what a lot of nonsense
0: hey, what a lot of nonsense you can't say we don't cover everything on this podcast I'm telling yeah, you yeah
1: that's true
0: that is
1: true uh, everybody
0: gets a turn <laughs> I know flipping heck. Um but anyway the Arsenal so, Invincibles so,
1: so, cracking team
0: yeah Shall we move on to number Very... three? <laughs> yes. yes <laughs> number please. three, I think, is one of the best pant uh, pantomime villains the Premier League has ever seen. We're talking, of course, Eric Cantona, fantastic player, and he's damn good in them Cronenberg beer adverts as well. Yes. Uh, but no matter how good he was, his lasting legacy is not what he did on the pitch. It's uh, what he, well, did, it's in what he stands, did in the stands the Palace. Yeah, it <laughs> The kung fu uh, kick—it's just one of them things, isn't it? Like, so I reckon about year five, I got really into my football. Year, year five, and, you know, that's when I started to like sort of understand this. I was what nine, ten, but even before yeah. that, you knew who Cantona was just because of the kick. Like people used to yeah. just go on the yard kicking and go. I was gonna like, say that the kids
1: used to go around the yard and just say, "Oh, Cantona!" I just yeah. take somebody right in the chest.
0: It was just—I but- mean. <laughs>
1: You said pantomime villain and there was a word I had in my head when you said that, but I forgot. It was, it's not so much pantomime villain, it's complete rogue. He was just a complete madman. But yeah. it was a crazy genius. Crazy genius.
0: He's the type of guy that like I feel like if you got on with him, he'd be sound. But like but you'd if just you be did uh always I mean, yeah, yeah, you'd know about it.
1: I, I know yeah. what you're gonna say that, like you're always on edge.
0: Yeah, unlike, yeah, sort of like Roy Keane, but also not like Roy Keane because I can't imagine Roy Keane getting on with anybody.
1: <laughs> Cantona's a bit like, it's like a like one of those pets, like a pet lizard or a pet snake or a pet tarantula. It's all right, you know. It probably won't hurt you if you keep it in the cage, but if you take it out, then any anything can happen. Absolutely anything.
0: What is that comparison? <laughs> I admit,
1: I don't know. I'm trying. It. I'm trying to sound a bit Eric more. Eric Cantona
0: is like a, a pet lizard.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> Mate, oh, we, this, we've lost This is it an today. absolute
1: load of waffle. This is this <laughs> is a load of waffle. My question love- is about this one. I'm going to try and save it. I'm going to try and save it. Does anybody know, or has anybody got any idea, or any rumours about what the Crystal Palace fans said to Eric Cantona to get him to do what he did?
0: I don't know. Do we know? I'm, I'm not sure
1: because I've not seen anything.
0: No, I've me seen, like, You know
1: Cause, the memes and blah blah blah.
0: Because the whole, you know, the Z- Zidane headbutt on, uh, Ma- was it in the World Cup? Matarazzi. Matthew, Matthew? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he said something about Zidane's mum, I think.
1: Yeah, that's. I I was I feared that one as well. I don't know what he said, but the the popular theory is that it was something about Zidane's mother, and then Zidane obviously reacted the way he did. But I couldn't tell you what. Because did Eric Cantona get sent off? Or was it yeah, just oh, half-time yeah. or
0: something No, like No, he got sent off. I'm banned. He got, uh, not banned So he was already,
1: he already had a red card. And as he was walking off, some Crystal Palace fad said something to him, which <laughs> led to yeah. Kung, Kung Fu kick him in the
0: chest. Oh, man. It's just beyond, it? Imagine Anna with it. Well, we did have one company. It was Patrice Evra, when he was at Marseille, didn't he, or somewhere? Was he in Marseille? Oh my gosh, yeah, I remember just that now. in the head. Yeah, I remember
1: that. And I quite like uh, Patrice Evra.
0: And me. Um, well, he's a weird guy, though, isn't he? Licking that chicken.
1: Yeah, but it's Patrice Evra, isn't He loves this
0: game. He loves this game. Um,
1: without, without going on another tangent.
0: <laughs> yeah, another we, one. Uh Should we go on moving to on, number we're two? Top two now. Top two. And when we were discussing this, this is the. I think this is the easiest decision we've ever made, this top two.
1: I I don't think anybody could really argue with this. Maybe they could argue with the order. Maybe.
0: But yeah, I don't potentially.
1: Think, I don't really think many people will.
0: Although saying that, when we decided on number one, it li- like so we had a Zoom call last night, then we had to chat about this, and mm-hmm. I think probably less than 20 seconds into the Zoom call, we decided on that number one.
1: Yeah, we both said it, it was. It was, it was unanimous. Really, it was. It was obvious. Away.
0: But before we get to number one, number two, I mean Leicester. Yeah, it has to be on the list. It's just one of them ones. What, not even a football moment, a sporting moment that I would never forget. It's like, the, the ultimate
1: underdog yep. in it, the ultimate because they were nearly relegated the season before, and then they go and win. They win the. What was it, What were the odds? How many thousand are won?
0: I have honestly no idea.
1: But I think Leicester winning the league is good. But I think the real winner is the Leicester fan who put a fiver on and got, oh, got a clue how much back. Yeah. So good on um, him. If you are listening, sir, well done. Well done.
0: And I just think um like it it just inspired people now. If I was if Swans ever get back to the Premier League, which hopefully will be next season, um, I will just put a fiver on and start of the season.
1: Yeah, Just, that's the thing. Like, it, it makes you... Well, why not? That's what it makes you say.
0: What you do? Lose a five why, year? Not too bad. Well,
1: exactly, yeah. But even more, why, why can't I dream that my club will win the Premier League? Why can't I dream that we're going to be successful? Because if Leicester can do it, and they, they they had a good manager and a good group of players, probably not the best group of players we've ever seen. They know, you know, we did our podcast last week about the best teams. And then, you know, they know Brazil, they know Barcelona. But they had a good, good group with a good manager. Well,
0: I think quality-wise, their team now is better than it was back then.
1: Yeah, and I I, I agree with that, with the exception of one or two players. Maybe yeah, Mares, well, Mares and Kante.
0: Yeah, but their defense, well, is, far their
1: their yeah, defense exactly. is far
0: better. Their far better. they're far more dangerous. The likes of Madison Tiedemanns. But uh, do you know what? I love, I loved more than anything, was Ranieri. I just love the man. I love he Randy. reminds me of do you know in Pinocchio, like Geppetto? Geppetto, yeah.
1: yeah. He's, he's the he's nice got like guy,
0: a, isn't he? Bit of a twinkle in his eye. He's a bit, yeah. a, he's a bit magical, isn't he? You know, he's yeah. Like, oh he's like I think there, there is for Santa. a certain
1: degree. <laughs> for for Santos. You you know, that's that's quite good actually. That is quite good. I kind of agree with you there because certainly to Leicester fans he'll be regarded as a bit of a magician because they never saw it come in after... Who was in charge the year before? His
0: name. Nigel Pearson, wasn't it?
1: Nigel Pearson, yeah. And then, you know, two different brands of football. He comes in and changes it all completely. You know, what, what, what can you say?
0: What I love about it, though, is they did it with players. Like, it wasn't even as if... Like, I suppose if Villa won the league this year, for example, they fought relegation last year, they won it this year. I'd be really impressed, but they did spend quite big in the summer. Ollie Watkins. Yeah, I was going to I know they've got Ross yeah. Barkley on all, but everyone knows Ross Barkley's quality. Whereas Leicester did it with Mares, who came from like the French leagues, I think, for like, I mean, under a million or something like that. Same with Conte. Conte, he was, Hardly yeah, he was playing. And Vardy, who'd come from non-league with Fleetwood. Like, it's, and they yeah, were the three was, best was, players. Yeah.
1: Didn't they pay a million pounds? I think I read on Twitter somewhere they paid a million pounds for Vardy and some fan was saying, imagine paying a million pounds for a Fleetwood striker.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, they're laughing now, aren't they? they, they they're rubbing their hands now, aren't they? Unbelievable. I just think it's just such a special moment. It was, moment. was, it, it was just...
1: dimensions to it because yeah, you and... had the league and then you had Vardy's goal tally how many games he'd score and everybody was sort of keeping up with that and really the In the end, he did. He didn't quite beat the overall um games record, which I think I can't remember how many he had, but he had about two more to go or one more to go. One more to level it, two more to beat it. But uh he know, it was also the, um,
0: it was the... Didn't he beat the consecutive he yeah. He, he
1: did beat the consecutive Premier League amount of goals per game, or whatever it was. I can't remember who held that record, but I think Teddy Sheringham still holds for all English football.
0: I think. I just uh, I just wish I could go back. Them were the days when they... But that's what I mean. They it, were. It, kind of, it kind of united everybody. Because, I mean, we were in the Premier League at that point. And even when we played Leicester, I kind of wanted them to beat us. <laughs> like, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I didn't want them to draw points. Like, I, they they were playing us. And I was sort of like, do you know what? If we lose today, I I, I don't actually mind that much. Because I just, I would love them to do it. And he, I think even to a certain extent, extent, Tottenham fans, they were going for the league with them. You know they they were uh, matching them punch for punch for a while until obviously the battle of the bridge came along and like I just even I just think even Tottenham fans probably look back and slightly go. The thing is, oh that was nice. You know what I mean? if,
1: If they do, yeah. If they do, fair play to them because Tottenham haven't won. They haven't won anything for goodness knows how long. So if, if there are any Tottenham fans listening and you did sort of you know, you were quite magnanimous in the defeat, fair play to you, because I know that must have hurt quite a bit.
0: I don't think I could. Do said.
1: That. No, I don't think I'd be big enough to do it either, to be honest with you.
0: No, like, like when Come to think of it, like when Brentford beat us. When we went in, when we went into the playoff finals last year, <laughs> when we started the playoff semi-finals, I didn't expect us to beat Brentford at all. But I was like, do you know what? If they beat us, I hope they go up. And then we played Brentford, and there was a lot of bad blood between Swansea and Brentford now. After that, and I cannot tell you how loud I cheered Fulham won in the playoff final. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. You, I remember the, the group chat was popping off.
0: So much but, uh... so that I was I was sat in here watching the Fulham Brentford final, and I was flipping screaming when Fulham had won it. And my mother comes in and goes, it, it... "My mother comes in and goes, I thought Swansea lost. They weren't playing in the final anymore." I went, <laughs> "No, they're not. Fulham have gone up.
1: <laughs> he, then, he Then went on Fulham's club shop and bought a Fulham shirt.
0: Yeah, love it. Um, Anyway, we've gone off on another tan- tangent when you start. Another
1: tangent, talking about Fulham. But don't um, worry, we're nearly finished because it's number one. We're at our most iconic Premier League moment
0: ever. This for me is, I mean, like we said earlier, this was unanimous. There was just, well, there's nothing. It was, like it,
1: it was obvious, but we've discussed this slightly yesterday as well. Not because of what it was, but because of several other different factors to it as well. But we'll we'll stop putting it off. Would you like to say what it is?
0: Should we set the scene? Yeah. Should we go on? It's the ready. final. It's the final day of the Premier League.
1: The league. Manchester United. They've all but wrapped they up Sunderland?
0: the Yeah, they all but wrapped up the league. The red ribbons were on the trophy. It was ready to go. Wayne Rooney was celebrating. They were all. They all thought they'd won it. Step up, Sergio Aguero. The
1: thing about that, oh, hang on. Before we do, it was 2-all. I th- Was it 2-all or 1-all?
0: No, it was 2-all. They won 3-2, I think, in the end.
1: 2-all, because QPR actually went ahead once in that game.
0: They were and already we down, earlier,
1: they? were already down, so it was, it was a bit of a git job, to be honest with you, from QPR, to even think about doing that. But as we said earlier, Mr Mario Balotelli had only ever had one assist in his time in the Premier League. And it was the what ninety fourth minute,
0: yep. Was it ninety oh. fourth like
1: minute? And he picks it up at the at the edge of the box. Ball comes to Malatelli,
0: Aguero. <laughs> you did that justice, mate. It was like I was in the room with Martin Tyler. And it's live.
1: <laughs> <And> it's live. <laughs>
0: I just think, more though, more the, common, the commentary does make it so much more iconic. Like, Sky Sports is still said, using that. Like we said on the Rooney one, the Sky Sports are still using that on adverts. Like, it's just so iconic. And the, just the image of boot. him running around with his shirt, uh, what's it called, um, extending his shirt running in the air. Just, ah, uh, you just love it. Joe
1: no. Hart was going ballistic.
0: Yeah, and I just think it's so iconic, and it signalled such a shift in English football, I think, because that was their first title, wasn't it, City?
1: It was the power shift, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. And, of, uh, you
1: could sort of see that going from one end of Manchester to the other.
0: But I think with goal, Guardiola wouldn't be in charge of City now. They wouldn't be where they are now. And also, no. I don't think Jurgen Klopp would be in charge of Liverpool. I don't think Liverpool would have won the league. Because I think Klopp was appointed as a direct sort of contender. I think, I think they saw what City were planning and sort of, like, I, I think they could see that the gears were shifting. Not not in response, because I think he was before Pep. But, like, you could see that... You do realise you what you've just there. said, don't you? What? That <laughs>
1: the only... <laughs> I can't believe you said this. The only reason Liverpool have won the league is because of how good City are.
0: No, but... No, no, not necessarily. Right, you misunderstood. Let's see. Right, what I mean... <laughs> what I mean... Before then, there were you had the big mm, sort of like the big three really. I know we had Liverpool in the big four, but who'd who were winning the leagues? You had Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal in the in the two thousands, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, was
0: Arsenal, then, Arsenal. Well, they won in the two thousands.
1: Well, okay, yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah, if we're going to say that, and then well, Arsenal sort of dropped out.
0: They? Arsenal sort of dropped out, and City came yeah. in, and I think City coming in made the league a lot more competitive. Which I think think has encouraged more teams to go big with their appointment. Hence Jurgen Klopp, hence Liverpool winning the league. Hence even Leicester. Because I don't think they would have appointed Claudio Claudio Ranieri. Same with Spurs and Jose. That would never have happened like 10 years ago. They would never have had a blockbuster managerial appointment like that. I just think it changed the face of English football that goal did.
1: I you could you could be onto something there to be fair to be fair because it it was big but when you really think about it it's, it was it was really big it was really big
0: it just changed it, it was such a power shift because all right we grew up with like you know when we were in school man united were always the the force in primary school like when we first came big to football united and chelsea were the teams whereas kids nowadays Liverpool City, City.
1: it is, yeah, and that's that's quite strange to me. And that's because of this, it's a big shift, yeah, you know, yeah, fair enough. You've what so. Aguero's goal not only won Liverpool. A no, league, I'm not. Nah, no, no. You can't say that. It has That's influenced not said. children all over the country. That is
0: not what I said. I didn't say Liverpool won the league. <laughs> to the Aguero goal. That's not what I said. What I meant. What I meant was, <laughs> it's paved the way for a lot more competitive league. It, it, it's paved the way for a lot more teams to be challenging. I think.
1: Yeah, no, because I think we made a lot true. of teams
0: sit up and think. Right. Well, it isn't an exclusive club. This. City have broken in. They were relegated in two thousand and whatever three or whatever it was. You know, years before they were. They, they <laughs> lost like nine one to Middlesbrough in two thousand eight, and then <laughs> I think it was eight one actually. Yeah, uh, yeah, and like four, four years later, they win the league. <laughs> it's like beyond.
1: Yeah, no, you, it's it's true. It is true. I think City skeptics will have a lot to say about the money from the Middle East, but it still doesn't take away from the, the iconic nature of the goal, really, does it?
0: I just think that's the game today, though, with money. Yeah,
1: like, it is. I, you, you, you're right. I, I sort
0: of feel like City have earned, earned their keep now. Like Chelsea, nobody talks about the Abramovich money anymore because they've earned their keep there. You yeah. know, they, They've done it. And I feel like, all right, they have thrown a lot of money in it this year, but I feel like this, you know, same with City they They've earned the right to, and they've earned the right not to be... Called one of these clubs who bought the way to the top. I mean, I like City. I didn't at the start because I was. So I, I? really like them. I just, I, I like seeing them do well. And I really like how they're. I, I would like to see them give more chance to youth. But I think we're seeing Phil Forden come through a bit more now. But, you know, you never really have City youth prospects, really. Like, I could probably name five or six from most of the other top clubs. I could probably name two from city three yeah maybe, as a push and I think that that might be
1: a project for the future maybe
0: but I think that comes with time though because like we said Chelsea were what 10 years ish before city having to take over and we're seeing Chelsea's youth pros- prospects now really coming through like for years Chelsea were this I mean the worst club for youth to be at
1: it was uh, they have a youth player them out on loan make money off him
0: yeah, and now, well, Lucas Piazon left the other day, didn't he? And he, he was their longest-serving player. Yeah, and
1: he, he you know, was he, there for goodness or so
0: many years. He had one league start <laughs> in 10 years. It says it all now. Yeah. Hey, we've gone off on but, another no, tangent.
1: Dear me, I feel sorry for anybody who's had to suffer this one. Good yeah. or new. If you, if you, if you, we say this pretty regular, but if you made it, not good on you. I think sometimes awful.
0: I think sometimes we forget we're actually recording. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and we just to chat. And to tune in and listen to this.
0: Yeah, uh, I was a family owl. <laughs> <al.
1: laughs> yeah, not too
0: bad. Not too bad, man. <laughs> uh, honestly, right. Dio, Dio. So our oh, yeah. our number one most iconic Premier League moment is, of course, Sergio Aguero's goal on the last day to win the title for City. Um,
1: are you going to say Sergio Aguero's goal or Martin Tyler's commentary just for the sake of going off on another tangent a bit of both. there we are <laughs> good answer
0: <laughs> can't go wrong can you anyway um, that's it from us today unless Alex, you you'd be know. glad to know yeah anything else no there's
1: nothing more <laughs> not, not really not really well, for next
0: week that's it from us today um, we'll see you next week where we'll have quite a contentious issue we're picking out overrated 11 of players, so that could cause some arguments. But, um, get in touch, we're on Instagram, like I said, at send him off podcast. Uh, if you've got any comments about today, um, you just want to tell us to shut up and stop going on tangents, uh, <laughs> or whether we've missed any moments, what's your favorite icon, uh, iconic Premier League moment? Let us know. Um, we look forward to hearing from you, and we'll see you next week. Cheers,
1: take, take care, guys.